Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Good morning. Thanks for your company. I'm Talissa Bazaz, filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 4th of April. Starting with the latest on the ground in Ukraine, and Russia is being accused of genocide, with hundreds of brutalised civilian bodies found after Russian troops withdrew from around the capital. Ukrainian troops have reclaimed more than 30 towns and villages around Kyiv, the first time they've been able to regain complete control of the capital since the conflict began. Footage shows bodies with signs of torture dressed in civilian clothes around the area of Bucha, with reports there were concealed traps inside some of the bodies. Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky telling CBS it's an elimination of the whole nation and the people. This is genocide. We are the citizens of Ukraine and we don't want to be subdued to the policy of Russian Federation. This is the reason we are being destroyed and exterminated and this is happening in the Europe of the 21st century so this is the torture of the whole nation. Russia has this morning claimed the footage is fake. Meantime Russian airstrikes have hit critical infrastructure in the port city of Odessa the main base for Ukraine's navy. It's understood an oil refinery and fuel storage facilities have been destroyed. Back home now and Labor has seen a drop in popular support following its budget reply last week and comes just weeks before a May election. According to the latest news poll, primary support for the opposition has fallen three points to 38%, while the coalition rose one point to 36%. Scott Morrison remains the preferred Prime Minister. Meantime, the PM is the latest on the defence, denying allegations he used his opponent's Lebanese heritage to undermine him in a pre-selection battle. Saturday paper chief political correspondent Kate Middleton broke the story. I've heard the argument in the last few days that it will just cement people's views. If they love Scott Morrison and they believe him, they'll just say this is a hit job and and nothing more. If they don't like him, they'll say, well, this just confirms what we think. That audio, thanks to Channel 10. The elderly and vulnerable can roll up their sleeves for a fourth COVID vaccine. Today, the jab will be rolled out to anyone over the age of 65, First Nations peoples aged over 50 and disability care residents. Epidemiologist Professor Nancy Baxter says it's the perfect time before winter comes and cases peak. One of the good things about older people and people who are more at risk of you know, getting serious consequences from COVID getting their booster now uh, is that it will help protect them over the winter months when we're going indoors and uh, we have an increased risk of of giving it to other people. Meantime, the Victorian government has announced a $1.5 billion COVID catch-up plan to help clear the backlog of elective surgery in the state's hospital system. And over to the US, six people have been killed, 10 others injured in a shooting in Sacramento. Rapid gunfire broke out in the California state capital last night, the area packed with bars and restaurants. There have been no arrests so far and investigations are continuing. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. Starting in Victoria, heavy rain and damaging winds have battered eastern Victoria with emergency authorities issuing watch and act alerts for Gippsland. Major flood warnings have also been issued for Cairns, Genoa and Snowy Rivers. James Lake in Melbourne says forecasters are confident the danger period should pass by at the end of today. That is the hope with Weather Bureau just cancelling the severe weather warning for east Gippsland at around four o'clock this morning. Those flood warnings 
warnings do remain in place, though, for at least seven rivers in the state's east after Victoria had a sudden cool and wet weekend. Anyone living in East Gippsland near a major waterway is being advised to move to higher ground as a safety precaution still and to keep on top of the developing situation through updates on the Vic Emergency app. And to Queensland, a police investigation at a property west of Brisbane has resulted in the grim discovery of two bodies. Officers were called to the Ipswich property to conduct a welfare check. Potentially hazardous devices were found in the home. It prompted neighbouring properties to be evacuated with an exclusion zone put in place until the area was given the all clear. Brisbane reporter David Shiraz has the details. Good morning, that's right. Crews were called to the Rosewood home on Friday where the bodies of a 49-year-old man and 44-year-old woman were found inside. But it was the devices of interest located in the property which prompted an emergency declaration at the weekend with neighbours told to leave their homes and the bomb squad called in. The deaths aren't being treated as suspicious and are believed to be unlinked to the devices. That emergency declaration has now been revoked and a report will be prepared for the coroner. Now for the latest in business and finance with Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. One for the Sex and the City fans, the chance to invest in a wine company with one of the show's stars, Sarah Jessica Parker. That's right. It's a locally listed wine business called Vintage and has snared Sarah Jessica Parker to talk up a new low-alcohol range of wines called the Sevenly Range. The new low-alcohol wines are aimed at drinkers looking for a lighter wine for celebrations having a, a busy work schedule or simply just want something refreshing to enjoy after a meal. Sounds like an advertisement, but it's a very interesting play at a time when a lot of people want to drink more wine but less alcohol. Sounds like she's swapping Cosmos for wine there, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And yep. tech company share prices have fallen lately with rising interest rates seen as the problem for these businesses, but now wage rises could pose a threat. That's right. A part of the post-pandemic labour market fallout has been the work from home demand for employees, but now wage cost rises of up to 10% are a new curveball for employers, which are expected to hit profits and then share prices. The AFR says push pay, Hansen Technologies, Newix and others all signed greater wage rise demands in their February results announcements. Now, this trend could see local companies look OS for workers. And the Australian share market is expected to rise at the open with April historically seen as the best month for Wall Street stock. Yeah, that's right. And we know that our stock market plays follow the leader with the US stock market, which has gone up seven out of 10 times in April since 1945 and has been up 1.7% on average, in April over that time. The biggest help for stocks this month would be real progress for peace in the Ukraine. And the local stock market is expected to rise 0.3% on the open today. One to watch. Thank you, Peter. Pleasure. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas. Good morning, Brett. The Aussie women's team is on top of the world after a stunning win over England yesterday. Yes, good morning, Talissa. Absolutely, they are. In fact, I think Alyssa Healy's feet are still yet to touch the ground after her heroics with the bat, helping Australia to victory in a big way over England in the World Cup final. She smashed 170 off 138. They polled on 356. In reply, England fell 71 runs short, and Healy told Fox Sports it's a dream come true. 
It's something that we've we've been working towards for a long period of time. Everyone's been talking about it for a long period of time, so to finally get over the line was, yeah, pretty cool. And in the Sheffield Shield final, WA on the cusp of lifting the title for the first time in more than uh, two decades. They head into the final day against Victoria, six for 313, leading by 393. They only need a draw uh, to claim the Sheffield Shield. Now over to the AFL and Hawthorne's coach has responded to revelations a former Indigenous star retired due to his experiences with racism at the club. Yeah, Sam Mitchell says that he's saddened to hear of uh, Cyril Rioli's uh, interview in The Age in Melbourne uh, over the weekend and spoke about some of those experiences that you mentioned, one in particular with the current president, Jeff Kennett, who offended he and his wife. Now, uh, Jeff is already departing as president at the end of this season. There are now calls for that to be uh, expedited and for him to resign right now. Uh, Sam Mitchell, the coach of Hawthorne, wouldn't respond to that, but he did speak uh, about his former teammate, Cyril Rioli. I was saddened to read the article and to hear it you know in sort of some of his words and Sharon's words and that in fact they feel like that certainly saddens me you know I've reached out to him in the, over the last few months and trying to get him to reconnect back with the club and that was after the Hawks lost by one point to the Blues yesterday in the other matches the Saints stormed home to beat the Tigers by 33 points Max King booting four goals in the last quarter Fremantle has Western Derby bragging rights over a weakened West Coast outfit they smashed them by 55 and Brett to the NRL Parramatta turned it on against the Dragons last night. Parramatta's halves combo lit up Combank Stadium, putting St George to the sword with a 48-14 to thrashing. Dylan Brown kicked things off with a brilliant solo try. Mitchell Moses was perfect off the boot. He crossed over as well. Coach Brad Arthur says it was a clinical performance. I thought our spine was very good, actually. They all played their role. I thought we were a threat either, either side of the play the ball. And, you know, like the share of football, you know, we're not playing down one side in particular, so I think that we're, we're more of a threat, and I thought the spine done a really good job. And I know you've got some Doggies fans in your office, uh, they might be hiding today. They lost 44-0 to the Storm yesterday. The Storm certainly put on a show. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Talissa. And music's Night of Nights is getting underway in LA. The Grammys are kicking off around 10am our time with the Aussies well represented. The Kid, The Roy, ACDC and Rufus DeSoul all up for awards. They'll also be a tribute to Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins. The band was supposed to perform at the awards before his shock death last week. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the listener app for free. I'm Talissa Bazaz. Thanks for your company. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow.